It's Tuesday, Tommy. The Daily Talk Show. And uh, episode 36. Yeah. We were just talking about episode 40 that's on its way. And we're doing it from Krispy Kreme. I'm excited. I've, I, been, I've been tagging you in things from Krispy Kreme. They remind me a lot of the shakes that uh, I enjoy from Domino's. Remember, I was sort of obsessed uh, yeah. late last year. Well, I, w- I didn't even know that they, Krispy Kreme did a bunch of shakes. Oh, I did. <laughs> Anyway. Well, it's a good. It's a good. Like if you're gonna fuck yourself by eating a donut, might as well <laughs> wash it down. With wash it down with some seven thousand calorie yeah. shake. The I've. Um, what do you the, reckon the most calories in a day you've eaten? Just off the top yeah, of your head, I'm thinking fifteen thousand. Reckon fifteen thousand. Yeah. And that wasn't. Were you trying to? No. Eat no. a lot. You just no. I mean, I'm. Tr- I was trying to in the sense that I would have just been. Eating non-stop. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what that, where it would have been. There's a couple of pizzas, some desserts, like a bag of lollies. Yeah. A big lunch. Like a drinks. Big dis- uh, I reckon most people who would reach that, you'd need to rely heavily on the sort of drinks you're having. So having like a thick shake mm. will mm. tip you over because it's essentially like having ice cream, but it's like big. It's filled with sugar. That will be. We will be consuming a lot of calories this coming we'll see, Monday. We'll see. I feel like I um I had a low cal day. I'll yeah. describe. I know I'm already bored, and I don't want to go into your. We know that you're triggered, but I'll just quickly tell you. I had a peanut butter slice. Oh, actually, no, it's not a pen. Like Why a, does anyone care about this? Do they? What What do they care about? What you had for lunch yesterday? It was breakfast, but. No, you, you maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. <laughs> um, a quick update from yesterday's story. I told about my son being bitten by another child. We're closing a loop. Close the loop. Well, I went to pick him up yesterday, yeah. and I was keen to look at his arm to yeah. see the bite mark. And we went up and got there maybe like six thirty, six o'clock, six p.m. And we went in um, and got him, and he seemed in good spirits. He was out just, you know, any bruises, hanging out with kid. And I and I saw his arm. Yeah. And there is a little bite mark. It's like the, like little baby teeth. It's it's a it's cute. <laughs> but I said to the the educator, that's what you call them, Josh. Educators. Educator. Yeah. I said to them, "Oh, who did it?" And they said, "We can't disclose that information." I think God, <laughs> they keep this under wraps. That is so funny, isn't it? And I, yeah, and but then I thought, okay, I reckon I might be able to work this out based on everyone's the, teeth. Like, yeah, the teeth. Hey, mark. little boy, how many teeth have you got? Because eh? <laughs> there was maybe sort of two at the bottom. It was probably about five teeth. Yeah, it was a five teeth mark. So I reckon if I just keep an eye out to see the other how, kids, let's try. Let's just spend thirty seconds trying to deconstruct how we can find out who it is. Well, it's the teeth. That's what I think. That's the only way. Maybe. Asking some of the other parents. Oh, yeah, it's funny. Bo- um, your daughter bit Bodhi's arm. Just, pre- <laughs> just lead in with that they did it. I reckon... Um, oh, look, another tactic could be if there's if there's a kid that's like wearing a mouth guard. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder like, I wonder what their process... What you'd probably do to find out, you'd need to say, what's the process? Mm. How do we know it's not happening again? And if we see some little kid that's like behind some sort of barrier, like a... Well, yeah, I, I th- 
I mean, the approach is just like being cool with the educators. Oh, yeah, you know, this stuff happens. Oh, who was it? No, you can tell me. It's fine. Yeah, like, exactly. get real yeah, friendly with them. Yeah, it was Daniel, wasn't he? The Play them off. Bugger. Oh, Channa mentioned it, the, the other educator. I could say, like, one of the others mentioned it was this kid. And they're like, yeah. oh, no, it was this kid. That's a good right. That's a good. It's just oh, leading them down the Or just the being like, part. oh, mate, this would be something Bodie would do. I feel bad for the parents. Are they okay? Was it? Single parent, what's... (laughs) Was it Janice? (laughs) But the thing, I guess that it's different. I reckon probably the differentiating factor with this case is that they're still babies, right? Mm. I reckon once they get to like four years old, then everyone's got their little personality Mm. in a bigger way. Mm. And you just... I just remember being in... um, You know, there was the naughty kids at uh, in uh, kinder. Yeah. And that they would swear a lot. And I remember we used to think we'll so cool would get like the um, paddle pop sticks. Yeah. And we would put uh, masking tape across the whole thing of it. So it was sort of like this masking tape stick. Yeah. And we'd just sit pretending to smoke. Really? And we thought that we were top dogs. Oh, no I was an asthmatic, a, so... No wonder there's a problem I know, with yes. smoking. So I was, I'm an asthmatic and I smoked a bit, but it was like it's mainly the thing other than it's unhealthy for you. But it's like, it is, I feel like I would, could, I could potentially smoke if I wasn't an asthmatic. Because I, if it wasn't bad for you, this sounds stupid. I'll synthesize my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I, I smoked a little bit when I was young, mm-hmm. just to be cool. But I always struggled because of the asthma. So I, I was like staying away from it. Because I yeah, feel like thinking. I can't breathe as soon as I'm around smoke or I start yeah. smoking. Yeah, it's but then, a good reason not to smoke. So I see people out having a smoke talking to each other. And I think, ah, oh, that'd be so good if that was healthy for me. Yeah. It'd be great because you get to socialize. A little bit of a break, a little bit of a break in your day going downstairs, talking shit. It definitely brings people together. Like I know that places that I've worked where you have lawyers speaking mm. with like junior burgers and all that sort of thing and all their like their connection is a nicotine habit. <laughs> well, this dude at my um, wife's work, he goes down maybe four or five times a day. Which, if you were to say they're five-minute breaks... Yeah. That's not his lunch break. He's that is t- full on, isn't it? I thought the owner of that company would be pissed off, don't you reckon? Yeah, absolutely. You're paying for somebody to go down and have a ciggy. And Amy said to this dude, do you like that you smoke? And he said, no. No, I hate it. And it's an interesting thing because a lot of people that smoke don't like the fact that they smoke. Well, people and that's stress smoke, right? But the thing is, I think that that's like the same with like lollies or junk food or mm. stuff like that. You don't like... It's that mm. weird thing of like, oh, should we get it or should we... T-? It feels like a treat. Yeah. But it's not treating yourself because you feel like fucking shit after it. He started smoking late in life. Like that's a, what like I always... I never understood. What's like start, starting um, late. I, the... The thing that's been happening to me lately is I'm always like, oh, that smells nice. Mm. And then I look and it's a guy's got a vape pen. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, apple and Have cinnamon. you ever smoked a vape? No, nah, never. I've never, like, I have just this weird unit where I'm like, I just get scared of things where I'm like, I just don't want to engage. Mm. Scared of what? Of the vape? Uh, no, I'm scared of, well, it's like, if it's the, if we know that it's not good for us. Mm then what is the benefit of trying it so the, the for me it only can end badly the good the good solution is i'm like oh, oh that's what it's like 
But I feel like I get enough of that through passive smoking anyway. I feel <laughs> like I'm sure I've tried smoking through... Like when I used to go to the drag races as a kid... <laughs> It just reminds me your, of like... Your family was the family out of Upper Middle Bogan. <laughs> exactly. And the... Um, yeah, but I just remember that. Or like dad taking me to uh, like factories or whatever when he... Like mates who, you know, had businesses and would go there. And it would always have this smell of like mechanic, oil, ciggies. Yeah. I did work experience um, year 10 at a golf course. Have I told you this story? No. And I, I, I love the thought of working on a golf course, like being outside in the mornings. Like being the greensman? Yeah, greensman. So I yeah. did like greenskeeping. What golf club? Uh, Brighton Golf Course. Ooh. And I had to get there at like 4.30am, super early. So yeah. they start before the golfers yeah, come. Right. It's an early yeah. morning sport anyway for a, lot of, for, for a lot of people. And so they get the... They, they, they basically make a new hole on most of the greens, fill up the old one, make sure everything's going along. And I love the the, the um, being in the buggies. Like we yes. were driving around buggies and just like, it, I felt like it's, it's it's like a privilege to be on those buggies on a course. For whatever reason, it, yeah, it definitely, I remember I used to, I had a golf coach and <laughs> my favorite thing was he had sort of a custom buggy yeah. that was like petrol run and went fucking fast. Right, they're awesome. And we'd just like go... And that was sort of the... That was almost like the buy-in, which was like I was essentially paying for a buggy ride. That's, That's what I was most excited about. I get to ride around in these and that was one of the appeals. Yeah. But there was also some darker sides to this. Um, Happiness in the darker side, one of our better apps. In go the on. toilet. Oh, Let me just paint the picture Whoa, of the guys. I think this will paint the picture of the guys who work at, worked at the golf course. I don't know about now. In the toilet, a knee-high pile of porn mags. Yeah. I got stuck into them while I was on the toilet, just having a quick browse, <laughs> as you do when you're 15 years old. Absolutely. But here's the other thing. When we were driving around, and this is a joke between me and my bro, and it has been since then, he'd say to me, this guy would go, smoke mark. Smoke, mate? And I'd say, yeah, mate. And he'd hand me a ciggy and I'd smoke in the car with him when we're driving around. And he'd just... And you were 15. Every couple of hours. Smoke, mate? Smoke, mate? What and a I'd dummy. And i durries with him. That's so fucked. And I just remember feeling like a bit asthmatic but wanting to be cool. Just having a having It's a actually ciggy. making me breathe funny. It's It's, um, it's horrible. Smagma. Smagma. <laughs> I'm going to take that. Smagma. The um, Brie and I went to Fiji a year and a half ago or a year and a bit ago. And uh, we played a round of golf. Well, I played a round of golf. And yeah. Brie sort of handed me the clubs. <laughs> oh, sorry, just one thing. What do you reckon is more boring, a round of golf or, or finding you out and what I, I talking about golf stories? No, I reckon what's even more boring is me describing what I ate yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Which, at the end, let's say what I had for dinner. We know that we had this little peanut butter slice. But can I just very quickly... No, don't go no, 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 no. Just very quickly on the... Peanut butter slice sounds like it's some sort of vegan or no. like unhealthy thing. Yes. It was literally... It was like a grainy... It was like a lots of seeds and stuff and it just had like peanut butter as sort of the thing that would stick it together mate it's a piece of toast with peanut butter yeah exactly <laughs> so it's like healthy it's, it wasn't like some sort of sugary yeah, bullshit so back to you in Fiji in Fiji uh, yeah Brie was telling me to be careful on the golf 
buggy and i've got this footage um because we're filming on the gopro yeah of me nearly flipping the buggy and when she's like it's like Bree screaming i told you she's like really mad because i literally like hit this we went over hill not knowing that it sort of dipped really um low Mm. and i just like smashed is that on a video yeah i've seen that yeah Yeah, yeah. i've heard that voice yeah yeah i'll have to um maybe we'll link it up but Mm. i also that's not the only golf buggy story i remember i was at eagle ridge golf club with a um a a mate in high school and his grandpa and it was a wet day Mm. and there's footage i wish i still had it's probably somewhere in the archives, but there's this footage of them filming me. And then I'm just like sliding along, going sideways because <laughs> it was so money. wet. On the And this was like a couple of hundred dollars a game sort of golf course. Yeah. It was really like... Dude, there's a lot of etiquette, these courses. It's, there's, it's full on. old school, old money in a lot yeah. of golf courses. Well, I, I used to play about three to four times a week. Are you like, any good? Nah. I was always like a handicap of 32, which was the maximum for a junior. It was so frustrating because I always looked at people. My uh, uncle used to caddy for Craig Parry, who's an Australian golfer. Successful? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Pro. And um, I would always... um, And he's now the one that's like a CEO of like an, an Arab soccer team. Interesting. In uh, Abu Dhabi. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Anyway, um, he went into... he After caddying, he went into like sports management yeah. and then went into being like a... Be fat. I just want to go. I'd love to go to Abu Dhabi. Is Abu Dhabi the one... Let's get confused. You've got Dubai. Yeah. Abu Dhabi is the one... Is the... Well, we might cut your hands off if you do anything. I'm not sure. Is that like the real crazy one? Uh, well, not I've crazy. I've stopped over there. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not Abu Dhabi then. What am I thinking about, guys? It's the one that... Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. it's where all the oil money is. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Um, I think that he's a... Anyway, I'm getting distracted. But he... Uh, yeah, I was always excited about golf because I would see people with my, similar BMI to me doing Body really well. Body mass index. Yeah, people doing really well in golf and you could like be a bit chub. And by the end of my golf career when I was a kid... <laughs> I call it a career. It was a yeah. hobby. I um, We used to go to the golf club and would tell our parents that we were playing golf, but we'd go straight to the clubhouse, uh, order a big basket of hot chips and cherry Cokes, and we'd just sit there all day. Just- so, yeah, I told my mum I was going somewhere, but it wasn't to the golf course, <laughs> and then me and my mates were smoking bongs behind the shelter shed. That's the like, difference in Josh and I. And look, we've both worked it all out. <laughs> yeah, we have. We're good. We're good. Hey, uh, my... Bro told me a funny story. Actually, I saw the story unfold, which is even better. Great. Because I felt like I was a... Uh, which bro? In a cinema. Um, my eldest brother, yeah. Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was saying to me, fuck, my boss is saying that my phone doesn't work. What sort of career are they? He's, a, he's an electrician. Okay, yeah. He's like, my boss is telling me my phone doesn't work. He calls me, it goes straight to message bank. And he's like texting, it's not working. But I, but I call him and, it, and I'm like, mate, it's working. Did he block his number or something? And he said to, and his boss said to him, did you block my number? <laughs> no. 
like what to, do you know how to block a number on a phone, mobile yeah, yeah, phone? Yeah. Like you need to go into. You have like to go a, like the contact or something. And I'll like, do it to you right now. No, I don't do it. But to I'll me. unblock it, right? Okay. Let right. me just. I just want to show okay, you so how. Actually, just very quickly. No, no, no. no before this you do that, fucking no, go to favorites. You're not in my favorites. You got to be fucking kidding me. You're not in my favorites. I'll put you into my favorites. No, I don't want to be in your fucking favorites. <laughs> but I'm just pulling up my favorites. You are second in my favorites behind Bree. Second. I will, I'll get. I'll put you in my favorites. No, I don't want to be in your fucking favorites. Do you know Who how I you call, call you? Do you know how I call you? I don't even call Josh Jansen. And then it's saying call Josh. Yeah, yeah, because anyway, are you Siri? I don't ever go into my favorites. Anyway, so could you probably call me? How like if you were to do the math? I called you at eight eleven a.m. today. Yesterday I called you, or we spoke on Sunday. Yeah. Anyway, we've spoken a lot. We speak a lot. Beside the point, I'll put you in my favourites to make you feel no, better. I don't fucking need it, but that's outrageous. <laughs> so you need to go onto your contact, yeah, and then down the bottom it says block this caller, yeah, and then it tells you. To, like you're basically confirming. Yeah. So now I've blocked. What you. happens if I text you? So do text you, me now. Do you get a tech? Do you get a text message? So or I no? fully. I've just blocked Josh's number completely. I wonder if this is doing something. So just, Apple thinks we're no longer. Uh, hey, hey, mate. Just. I'm really bogged down, aren't I? So yeah. I've sent the text. It looks like it's sent from my end. Okay. Do you get it? I haven't got anything yet. Does it say it's sent? Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't actually. Oh, it doesn't say delivered. That's okay. the difference. So. You I'm haven't been able to text me. So my my brother's boss was saying, mate, you've blocked me. And my brother was going, no, I have not. Because in defense of him, it's actually, you need to go in and block someone and it takes a bit of effort. Hi, you've called Tommy Jacket from Frisbee & Co. So I, even, I just get your voicemail. Yeah, so it just goes straight to voicemail. And so he, my brother was walking around the house going, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't blocked him. So my other brother, Michael... Grabs my phone. I want you to do this right now. Okay. Go into settings. Do go it, into do this my on your phone. phone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go into settings. Go to phone. Yeah. Go to call blocking and identification. So phone. F- yeah, phone. Call blocking yeah. and identification. Yeah. And it comes up with all the numbers you've blocked. Have you got any there? I've got about 10. 1, 2, Is 3, it- 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 numbers. Okay, yeah. So I've got four. In five, including you. A lot of mine are like fucking telemarketers, I think. Yeah, where yeah I just mine like, are too. As soon as I hear and I'm like, actually, I don't want to engage anymore. So, can you unblock my, me now? Before my brother, my brother went in and checked if he was being blocked. Yeah, and he'd blocked his boss. So <laughs> there was a. Do you reckon a, a night out or something? And he like, what was? He went to Rainbow Serpent, which is uh, a four-day music festival, yeah. and he reckons that it could have happened then by accident. <laughs> by accident. <laughs> but he, he wouldn't do it on purpose. No, but the, by accident in the sense that like, he might have just been off his chops and he's done it. So, no? Um, well, maybe, because it might have been one of his latest calls or something. He's just somehow pressed it. So I'm unblocking you, Josh. Thank you. Um, but how fuck's that? He's blocked his boss who's trying to contact him about work constantly. And he's telling his boss, no, I haven't blocked you, mate. Because you wouldn't think he did. What do you think is the, like, what's the etiquette around answering calls? So I'm trying to work that out at the moment being where we have service-based client businesses. Yeah. And so I always pick up my, I'm very good at picking up my phone. Mm. It's like, I think that I've like, at least in the last like year, I sort of pride myself on, even if I don't know the number, I'll like generally pick it up. 
but um i'm starting to realize as i like i've got probably six main projects on the go at the moment and it's just i can't context switch i can't switch between them all so i'm having to be like i'm thinking about using do not disturb more but how do you how how would you go about the, setting the expectation when you do it and i think i even reply oh no i replied to craig my mate craig harper yeah he's a busy dude and i call him frequently yeah and he presses that button that says um busy right now we'll yeah. call you another time uh-huh. and i and i just wrote back to him <laughs> text him probably more annoying i said fuck the auto response is so serious <laughs> call me when you can mm-hmm. But it's like, it is. I think it feels like it's not. So having custom ones, I don't know whether this was a mate's car or not that was doing this, yeah. but I uh, I texted him and I actually got a message automatically, like basically, um, oh, Lucy is tagging us up on Instagram. Uh, oh, so this no, is the problem when Jay- Josh picks up his phone. Lucy was on the last episode, um, but... Uh, See, this is what happens. I completely lose train of thought. Text messages. All right, give me a sec. I want to read you. I want to read you this text message that I got um, when my mate was in his car. Here we go. Auto response. Is that what you said? Yeah. So I got this auto. It was fucking great. I got this response where it was like, um, it was two texts, one after the other. One has a car emoji and says, yeah. "I'm driving with do not disturb while driving turned on. I'll see your message when I arrive at my destination." And then in brackets, I'm not receiving notifications. If this is urgent, reply urgent to send a notification through with your original message. I don't know if that was a car thing. He's, he was driving an Audi at the time. I don't know if that's like an Audi he, feature. So what he's done is you must be able to set an autoresponder if you put your do not disturb on. That's what he said. He goes, I have my do not disturb on. And this is... If that's the case, that's fucking genius. It is good. So I'm just I mean, he's clicking. bragging about the fact that he's one of the people on the road that don't use their phone while driving, oh. which I appreciate very much. Oh fuck! It's literally in the in the phone. So under "Do Not Disturb," yeah, there is an automatic one, an auto reply, and you can set auto reply to no one, recent favorites, or all contacts. That's cool. And it and it's set up as I'm driving with do not disturb while driving turned on. I'll see a message when I arrive at the destination. <laughs> I'm going to set one up and it responds, um, you guys are a select bunch of favorites. Unfortunately, Josh Jansen's not within this. So <laughs> so hurtful. But how that's fucking that great. Is cool. So that's I'm going to start um, I think I'll start you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start using do not disturb specifically when I'm on shoots. I'm currently on a shoot. Currently on a shoot. I'm currently on a shoot, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it makes you out like a bit of a big dog too. Don't get too... Yeah, not not too automated bullshit. Hey, um, hey guys, this is an autoresponder just on a shoot. Like, I think you need the honesty there. Yeah, yeah. I I feel... Do you feel this when you get an autorespond message that's very vague or just like, I currently I'm out of... Yeah range the, right the reason that this one works i think is because he put an emoji in it and stuff like that Cute. but that so is fucking it a sick. bit like personable yeah and the other thing too um except lucy the 16 year old instagrammer would, would not approve. Hate the emoji she'd put a bus emoji <laughs> just laid on my butt i think that she uses the bus emoji more than what she wanted to admit <laughs> i think she's like that was a slip it's like that's fine you can use the bus you can bus. use the bus bus is fine school bus is running late again <laughs> I mean, it's not relevant anymore for her, but um, we don't need no education. Uh, the 
I was going to say, oh yeah, uh, auto-responding. I think yeah. I've told this story way back in one of the podcasts, but Brie mentioned it last night because another friend was telling someone else mm. about it. When I read 4-Hour Workweek... And I decided to set up an autoresponder for people saying I wasn't currently available. And this was early days of sort of this sort of stuff. So I used a really roundabout, rather than using like Gmail or Google apps Mm. and doing it all that, I was using Apple Mail to do it. And they had Apple Mail have these rules. So you can set up things where it's like almost like filters, I guess it would be within google where it's like if this then that type of thing and it sorts it all and i set up a rule which was meant to be if i receive a message from someone send it send them this response but what i did was i did that without the caveat for new messages so i sent in a message to every single person who's ever emailed me saying i'm currently unavailable (laughs) and it was something real wanky like currently unavailable for the next 40 minutes like i I check my emails twice daily between this time and this time (laughs) isn't i love that's so you to take it so literally yeah when you i think it's what young people do or just people a lot of yeah i would have been like 19 at the time and you just like you you don't know you don't have your own self filter of under mm. like putting it through your own sort of values and brand and all that sort of thing. Well, I think it's like people watching Gary V or anyone yeah. who's spruiking business or success, uh-huh. and they start applying the exact thing that they're doing. Yeah, and to some degree, like you see people copying the exact formats that Gary V is using. As far uh-huh. as like, I, I saw one, and I and I even think it's a bit gross. It's like. Gary V started, and I don't know if he's the one who. Gary V, this. if you don't know, is like a an online marketer guy who who uh, worked on uh, Wine Library, uh, which was a, a business his family started, and he turned yeah. it into a big ecom yeah. business. And, and now, now he has VaynerMedia, yeah. which is like a full service agency, two hundred mm-hmm. mil rev. Yeah, and so he's like the pioneer. So people do listen to him. Yeah, and people copy him. Is my point. So yeah. you know the video where you see the red line going across, which basically yeah. is showing you how much Progress longer bar. you have of the video yeah. to watch. I saw someone using that the other day. And it just looks so shit. Well, people just em- like people emulate. It's uh, and the thing is, like, the, you'll notice that I took all my post-it notes down. I used to have heaps of post-it notes, but one remains, which is knowing isn't doing. Mm. And that's the thing where it's like all of these, like Gary wouldn't have been the first at doing this type of thing, right? Yeah. Um, but he's like that big person who is going to make it famous. It's the mm. same with. Casey Neistat. Yeah. Casey Neistat will use a gorilla pod, you know, like the flexible pods, yeah. uh, for tripods. Yeah. And then anyone that has a flexible tripod with a DSLR, it's like, oh, you're a Casey Neistat copycat. It's pretty crazy how yeah. we lump these things. And if you're for, and it's to, the, to my point, it's like uh, we spoke about the other day the 22 immutable laws of marketing. Mm there's a caveat to being first it's either being first or being the most popular first right Mm. so like you can be the first to have a product but if no one knows about it there's no point being first yeah i I was thinking of like doing a case study and documenting along the way of like copying someone else yeah copying just copying the style the format like exact exactly how they've scaled their following or something and seeing if it actually can work so we could do it with this podcast right we see someone's uh, strategy yeah. around how they've li- created a big audience or mm-hmm. online following for their podcast and you could just 
literally copy it with our content inserted yeah and to see if it actually works like to see if there is merit in taking someone else's strategy and applying it to your own with adapting yeah. along the way well slightly. i think that the adapting is the important bit yeah so it's like still like an artist austin cleon's popular book or mm. everything's a remix or these this sort of terminology what i think works really well is looking beyond uh, like the people that you're trying to like say Gary V, if you're an online marketer, mm. you can look at other online marketers, but where you'll probably find the most about amount of value is looking at like three steps away in a different industry or a different time period. So for instance, this podcast, mm. I use Dignation, which was my favorite podcast. I would listen to or watch it. It was a video podcast. I'd watch it every single week and I watched it from... I don't know, I think it came out in 2005 mm. and I would have I watched every single episode every single week. I was the person who was emailing in. Uh, we should pick up that audio because it's hilarious. I basically send them an email of like, what should I do? Uh, my girlfriend gets upset because after we have sex, I straight away go on to, back onto my computer. <laughs> and, I said, and they read it out. They read it out. That's awesome. And they, they thought I was fucked because... I basically said that actually like I basically said to them really? that that the um sh- uh, should you, I find the email do we'll do it, yeah I can't once. do two things at once so we'll we'll find the email but there was basically a line in there where it's like and it's not like I have anything to do on my computer I end up just spending the time moving around the cursor <laughs> <laughs> they're like this guy's fucked <laughs> so I like I, I look at Dignation and um, I still can watch their videos today yeah and I will like once every couple of months when I want a bit of a nostalgia uh, nostalgia alert every every a couple of hours I'll, uh, I'll watch that and the funny thing is it's all old stories so it's like Apple is potentially like is their new product called the iSlate this is before the iPad came out oh god um, and they would do like rumors of like, okay, we've got like, this is the latest rumor of what's going to be on the iPhone 4. So I'm just closing the loop of your own story. Yes. What was the point of bringing up Dignation? Dignation. Dignation, I have used as a bit of a benchmark of like, I fucking loved yep. that. And then I took out like, okay, what were some of the things? It was two mates having a good time and it was actually less about the news stories and it was mm. always around the fucking banter in between and mm. it was about like being honest and it was about like giving you insight giving people insight into their actual lives mm. so it's not just i think people think well you can't just say brie because no one knows who brie is you need to explain that it's your girlfriend mm. I'm, I'm like Actually, that's not the audience that I care about. I want yeah. like, you'll eventually, if you don't know who Brie is, you'll eventually fucking make, join the yeah. dots and work it out. Same with Amy, Bodie, all that sort of thing. Yeah. And sometimes if we feel like it, we'll preface it. But um, mm. yeah, so that, that was, in. yeah, As exactly. Another episode. Fucking get, get in. in on it. Get in, get in on it. Get in. Uh, but uh, it is, so yeah, so you've taken some inspiration from them into this podcast. I like it. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's another episode, I think. Yeah, thirty the, minutes. The daily. Just, Josh just did a uh, hurricane swirl with his finger. I felt, felt a bit Sam Cav. That's <laughs> like <laughs> I've seen Wrap him. Wrap it up, guys. I've seen him do a bit of that gear before, yeah. like on like when I was working on FIFA Angels, like a bit of a or what other show I can't remember. But it does feel a little novel because I feel like 
it's more for him to feel like he's doing something <laughs> than actually well, swirling wrapping finger, like wrap it up. Yeah, yeah it's wrap a, it up. Hey, come on, wrap it up, guys. Um, anyway, so, we're wrapping it up. Yeah, so the Daily Talk Show. Uh, you realise that if I didn't wrap up or try to bring your story back to... There would have been no point. We we would have gone for another 15 minutes. That's true. Michelle, uh, thank you so much for your emails. I see that there's one with the tracking number for our first bit of mail that we're getting in the PO box. And so I'm going to... uh, Tommy and I are sitting down to work out our email so I can actually get it sorted so we have one inbox and we can be checking it together. If you don't video you going to get this I will 100% and make a video it. about this, yeah. I'll be disappointed. And, and Michelle Sean, will be disappointed. And Sean, thank you for the review as well on iTunes. That was on the podcast app that was very much appreciated. And if, yeah. you, if you were thinking, hang on, this podcast isn't shit, uh, your reviews help because it means that other people can know that it's not shit not and we shit. can dominate the iTunes. Like... One day, Tommy, we will be in the top 10. That'd be nice. For for like half a day. I saw someone post up yesterday they're in the top four. Craig Who was Bruce, it? Craig Bruce in the game. Craig, yeah, so that was a podcast episode level. So it's different. Oh, yeah. So I think that when we get some of our uh, big dog mates on the show, they can push, pull big audiences. But um, until then, we'll, we'll take whatever. Yeah. But a, re- a review would be nice and it helps. P.O. Box. Uh, so <laughs> you don't have to send your review via the P.O. Box, <laughs> but we do have the P.O. Box, which is P.O. Box 400, Abbotsford, Victoria, 3067. And our email address is hi at thedailytalkshow.com. TJ, have a good day. Bye, Bye, guys.